You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Red Reaction Show live, 8 o'clock, 610 Sports Radio. You just heard the Nate Taylor Show with Carrington Harrison and Nate Taylor. No, you guys are good. They're fans of the show. They want to stick around. Actually, I can tell you exactly where we're at. Chargers, Broncos, Chargers are driving. Everybody in the state of Kansas got a notification on their phone that said, hey, if you bet $25, you can get a Justin Herbert touchdown and win. That's where everybody's at right now. That's the only thing they care about with this game. And now they're just pounding the rock. And now they run. And the same day that Vegas this knows. everybody's done in the Survivor League. And now and now the Chargers are charging it. Come on, Charger Dot. There's your team. Here we go. Roll it out to the right. Did he get it in? How much time's left in the first half? Okay. Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Bills. I think right now there's more excitement in this Chargers-Broncos game than there is Chiefs-Bills. Chiefs-Bills was exactly what we thought it was going to be. 913-586-7610, Red Reaction Show. Not my show, it's yours. Start walking. You got nine minutes and two quarters left to get you $100. It's probably 50. Chargers score, Austin Eckler, anytime touchdown, Nick Price, if you had... One of those. 913-586-7610. Red Reaction Show. This, I'm proud of you, Chiefs Kingdom. That's where I want to lead this show off tonight. I am so proud of the people of Kansas City that call themselves Chiefs fans. You, 90% of this city, right? The Bills, we're going to get to that. The Bills looked really mature in the way that they played the game and the way that they won the game. You Chiefs fans deserve a bat on the back. I'm proud of a lot of you. I thought today was going to be doom and gloom. I thought today was going to be rough. Everybody pissed. Tweets getting sent of, hey, Dusty, you said that they shouldn't have anything to worry about, that Andy Reid's the better coach. Well, he is. You were all, I I, I was worried. And everybody has taken this loss just like a bad day at the office. Ah, you know what? We didn't win today. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come back tomorrow, smile on my face. I'm going to high-five Jim when I walk in. I'm going to ask him about his wife and his kids, and we're, gonna, we're just going to get through it. Is there obviously a little bit of something in the air of, like, a you know, hanging around? Yeah. It's upsetting. Losses are never great. I think there are positives that come from losses. But for Chiefs fan bases and what this show is basically driven on, all of you, Big T, Batman, Robert, Dave, Craig, 
Lauer, all you guys that call in or have something positive to say or negative to say, whatever it may be. This was a game in which the only thing that it proved, whether you like hearing this or not, you're going to Buffalo to play a playoff game. Unless Buffalo catastrophically loses three, unless he loses three, they, Buffalo, and you went out. We'll break down the rest of the schedule, but obviously this is not our show, it's yours. Nick Price, Dusty Likens with you here on 610 Sports Radio. You just heard the Nate Taylor Show. And then before that, you got the Chiefs Kingdom Show with Mitch Holtis with Creed Humphrey, who he said was huge. But the thing about this game that I got the most out of it was it lets you know where you're playing in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to play a home playoff game in his entire career. It was looking like that for a little bit. Although that would have been pretty impressive. But what this game was is it was, it was two of the top teams in the NFL, the top two teams in the AFC. It was a hold your fate game. And I know it was on Sunday saying that it doesn't, it didn't really mean anything except who's going to win MVP, which I really need Mahomes to just be 2018 Mahomes rest of the year for the future bet to win. Because if anything, Josh Allen solidified his MVP yesterday. You know how you have the Heisman game in college football? That was Josh Allen's MVP game. Big time. Three touchdowns, 300 plus, controlled the line of scrimmage, just looked like he had done that a hundred times. And not like the big mistake or like, you know, the temper the interception or anything like that at the end of the game that yeah. not saying Josh Allen, but anybody who's come at the Chiefs seems to have over the past few years. There's always that one big mistake. They didn't really have that yesterday. And he just kind of kept his team in contention. But again, 913-586-7610, Red Reaction Show. I'm proud of the fan base. I really am. You handled it. You handled it with class. You handled it with, with zero sass. That's always nice. I'm interested to see what the phone calls bring tonight, the text messages as well. Uh, all of that, 913-586-7610. Not our show, it's yours. The signal is up. Batman, go ahead. Man, you know the signal... <laughs> The signal never, it's, it's always up. Okay. The gig of it is, is that uh, we saw some really, uh, one really bad thing that happened in the game yesterday, and that was the, the last interception, and, and that was just just a, a misjudgment, uh, you know, and it's not anything that is going to make me cry. I've, been, you know, I was, I've just been drinking bat juice and trying to get my, all my karma together to call you guys, and I, it, it's always easy. Because after everybody talks all day long, then Nick, Uncle Nick and Werewolf get it. Let us get real with the people, with the fan base. The kingdom's never going to. It's always going to be up. And what we want this year is for the kingdom to get what it deserves, and that's another championship. We saw some really good things. Uh, a 62-yard field goal. We saw McCollinator come alive. He, you know, we saw. Uh, I saw Frank Clark. Messing with the quarterback, I saw Chris Jones. I saw a lot. I saw the Lightning Bolton. I saw a lot of things that are good, but the the one thing that are bad is that killer instinct right at the end, and especially at home. I love to see us give our opponent the killer instinct when we have got him by the throat. The only other thing that this team needs is just confidence in itself. Keep swinging the swag. And we're going to bring it back home. We're going to all go to the parade. 
It's just not going to be easy. Uh, even the bat, you know, the bat's gambling man sometimes too. Mm. I predicted 13 and four. I got to get some losses someplace. Other than that, I leave it to the werewolf. Well, hey, real quick, before, just, before you go, Batman, you, before you go, I need to know what's in bat juice. What's in bat juice? Yeah. It's got, it's got a shot of bat karma. Ooh. It's got a, it's got a little shot of bat girl juice in it. Oh. And then it's got the bat un, undefeatable, unstoppable karma that never could be. And it's mixed with the bat gravy. Mm. And that's what we need. Once we get to the bat gravy, then we're already halfway home. My guy, thanks again for the phone call. Batman, you're a treasure. You're in the uh you're in the banner system here on the Red Reaction Show. Um Yeah, I mean, you can dive into that. There's a lot. Um positivity. You want to dive into bat juice? Gravy, a little bit of, of batgirl juice, karma, um, and some other stuff. I'm into that. Maybe a shot of something else in there. Yeah. I mean, give me a booster of that. Right. If that gets me through, but it is, it is true. Cause like, I, I'm not, I'm not here again to piss anybody off. I just, that came yesterday and the demeanor that I think a lot of people had going into that game was that's just a game of tug of war. And all I could think about at the end of that game was how annoying that Colts loss is. Kind of a similar situation with the way the day played out. Because if you beat the Colts, obviously this would have been the first loss for the Chiefs. Um, And during that loss in that week, a lot of teams, contenders and whatever, um, they lost as well, right? Buffalo had lost that day to Miami, Raiders, all those other teams had lost. And yesterday, Miami loses, Baltimore loses, obviously Cincinnati won. So Cincinnati had the, uh, the kind of we have to prove it to stay alive game to stay to three and three, Baltimore three and three, Jets four and two. Um, and we'll dive into the division. But again, yesterday was one of those games where if you beat Buffalo, just like, you know, the Colts, you take advantage even more so. And in the NFL, when everything is consistently crazy and consistently moving, when you lost to the Colts, that was a big advantage day. And obviously when you lose to the Colts, now you have to put on the schedule. Okay. That's a game that we had one in our minds. If I'm speaking as a chiefs team in general, not, you know, as myself, but if you can beat the Colts, you could afford to lose a game at Buffalo. You don't beat the Colts. Now you have to win the game against Buffalo. Right, because when you lose a game you're not supposed to lose, now you got to win a game that you're not necessarily supposed to win. Not that they couldn't win or beat Buffalo, but, like, right. it's Buffalo. Which like, then again. The, the next best team in the AFC, maybe the NFL. Because, again, you you look at the, the Buffalo game and then you look at the Tampa Bay game, right? Like, I think the beginning of the year, I don't think a lot of people – probably picked the chiefs to win in Tampa. I think that right. was probably a game. People were like, that could be a loss. Now it looks like Tampa might not be very good. Yeah. It might look like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady shouldn't have been ranked ahead of Patrick Mahomes in the NFL top 100. Huh, weird. Um, we'll keep doing it though. Every year. I don't know. I think that, I think one of them's done at least after this year, they'll still rank him above. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, 
But I think when you look at that that Colts game, that's what's more frustrating than I think the loss to the Bills. Because that's all I could think about. I was like, man, damn it. If they didn't lose to the Colts, because San Francisco is a game in which I think, again, the Chiefs can win. So they're going to the bye week, two losses, five wins, right? Going to the bye week, five and two. If you go to the bye week, six and one. Six and one going into the bye week with wins over the Chargers, the Raiders, and Tampa, Indianapolis. Yep, wins on all over those. That game's not as dramatic. But unfortunately, the parody of the NFL, what happens? Now you got to go win more games than maybe you thought you were going to in the first place to be solidified and safe. Now you got to definitely sweep the Raiders. You got to sweep the Broncos. You got to win, you know, the next few games. But that Colts game is what was more frustrating in yesterday's loss than I think what was more frustrating was the Colts losing, losing the game to the Colts was more frustrating, I believe, than losing to the Buffalo Bills. That's just my personal opinion. No, you're 100% right on that, Dusty. And the the big thing for me is we've talked about it a few weeks ago on the show, but there's really, there's really not like a lot of elite teams this year. When you look across the National Football League, there's a lot of teams that are pretty evenly matched, and then it seems like, you know, Buffalo – Definitely one of the elite teams. You know, Kansas City, I would say, is in that category as well after what we saw yesterday. You know, they lost, but they played them very tight, and they played them all the way down to the wire with a banged-up defense too. So after that, though, we've tried walking through it. We thought it was Miami for a little bit. We've talked about some other teams. The thing to me is losing to Buffalo, it's not like, it's not a heartbreaker. You know, it's not something where like you messed up and you lost that game to Buffalo, but also you really needed that because I look at Buffalo's schedule and I don't know where other losses are going to come from. I'm the sure Jets. they'll probably, yeah, maybe the jets, New York teams are hot right now, but you know, I, I just, I look at their schedule and I, I see them probably going like 15 and two or 16 and one or something like that. And so now you got to shift your focus on, okay, well, we want to get that two seed at least, you know, maybe something shakes out at the end of the year where you're able to grab it. But then that way, at least you're in a position to where if Buffalo somehow got upset in the playoffs, you're hosting a title game again. And I think that's just kind of what you got to focus on is really use the rest of the season to find that, that groove with this offense because the offense is good and it looks good, but they're definitely missing that little extra thing. And, you know, I think it might be number 10 not being there. It might be something else, but... Pacheco? The other number 10, the old number 10. But they got to figure something out. And whether that's finding someone... They had the number one offense in the NFL going into that week. I know. I, I, I'm just saying, you know, 40 like, points twice. I'm just saying I wouldn't want to rely on Travis Kelsey for the entire year to be the number one option every single time when you're in crunch time, like having someone else step up is going to just unlock this offense to the level that we've seen in the past. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if that's going to, that wish is going to come true. my man. I don't know. Um, it was up good next, to see Juju. Yeah. Come out a little bit. Coming up next. I think that the loss can be something that can bring positive things in the future just because of who the head coach of this team is. And Buffalo kind of showed me something yesterday that I didn't think that I'd ever talk about the next day. 
but it is worth noting. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. So, hey, Chiefs might have lost yesterday. Two people won today, though, right? By the names of Corey and Mike? You got that right. There you Happy go. anniversary, Mike and Corey. There you go. Out in Overland Park. How many years? I, I think it's 29. Okay. Might be 30. They're getting uh, dinner on the plaza tonight, though. You know? Hell yeah. You know where they're at? Uh, Bravo. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I couldn't make Treat it. Yourself. I couldn't make it more than 16 months. They've made it 29 years. <laughs> I know. Props to them. It's funny. I uh, I texted them happy bur- or happy happy anniversary. I said how how many years is it? And they both at the same time texted back too long. <laughs> That's how you know they get it, right? That's how you know they are uh, they are locked in. Speaking of locked in, played Lock Lloyd today. Oh yeah. What a course. What'd you shoot? Uh, was a was a charity event like tournament uh, scramble, did scramble? Uh, we did as a team nine under nice nine under, not bad except everything was fine until like the group in front of us like we get to the last hole and they're in front of us and they have to ask the hey how you guys shooting uh not bad not bad uh, we're at nine what are you guys at uh, should be more but we're at 11 I'm like oh, right okay well we there's can't make that, that up there's like, always that one team though that oh team, yeah oh, man we missed the eagle on 12 so now we're just sitting at 14. Mm-hmm. Dude, I thought I was having a good day. From the 816, agree on the Colts, but let's not forget a couple games we've already squeaked by on. What? I guess the Raiders game you squeaked by on? Did you squeak yeah. by on the Chargers game? I think you just won a game and they hit a touchdown to hit a backdoor cover at the very end. That's how that looked. That was what, 29-27? Yeah, I think it's like a... I mean, I think the only thing that you've seen is a couple of games that the Chiefs have had to come back and win this year. But, mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that kind of what they do? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think because Arizona, you dominated. Week two was Chargers. You won that game. You kind of had control of that game for most of it. Was week three the Colts? Was that the loss against yeah. the Colts? Yeah. Then week four, you you beat Tampa Bay. Week five, you beat the Raiders. Week six, you lose to the Bills. Okay. I'm just making sure. I'm trying to trying to figure that out. Yeah. So I mean So Raiders, I guess you squeak by because you were down and it was ugly. Down seventeen, ended yeah. up winning by one, you know, like it's almost like tied you, it at the end of the game. I is I Mahomes agree with that, that close to Tiger? That like you know when Tiger would be off by like two or three strokes on a Sunday, you always knew he was gonna win. So like if Mahomes is down by ten in the fourth quarter, you're like, Well, we're screwed. Right. Must be nice. Big T, go ahead. Yeah, thank you, Dirty Werewolf and uh, and Nick for taking my call. You guys rock. I'm I'm not gonna be sad, cry, or be down. Those were two heavyweights going round after round. When that competitive sob is left with a loss that will fester, the next time the king sees you, he's gonna punk you like you're his personal jester. And as the calendar turns and the weather gets colder and the snow starts flying, the Chiefs' victims will be the ones that will be left crying. And don't be surprised when it's all said and done. 
that the Chiefs are on top of the mountain, one of the teams that are on top of the mountain, popping champagne and making it spray like a fountain. Let's go out and beat them 49ers, and as always, let's go Chiefs. Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! Bigger disaster. Chiefs losing to the Colts or the fact they're making a second twister? What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I don't know why I'm interrupting the show to tell you this, but it says the Twister sequel, Twisters, will follow the daughter of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton's characters as she catches the storm chasing Bug, chasing her, I don't know what that means, chasing her parents. Say, oh, chasing Bug her parents had, so like the little Dorothy thing. So what is it, like two tornadoes now? Twisters. Um. Anyways, yeah. So we're going to get to the 49ers. Because I, I think that that's a game in which, like, some people will, like, my father will probably say is a trap game, which I guess there's, like, five of those on the schedule. And there's always a trap game, though. But I don't believe in trap games. Like, I don't believe. I believe in trap games a little bit, but I don't believe in trap team. games after a loss like that. Am I biased to say that trap games only work with teams that are not like the Chiefs? Like, I don't think, I don't think Buffalo's at that level yet. Like, Buffalo's got to get to the playoffs and, and make some serious noise. Um in the playoffs to, to kind of give me that. But I think like the chiefs, I think are one of the rare teams, like the Patriots in their prime, the Colts in their prime, like good teams like that in their, in their prime. Um, they never really allowed things like trap games. Cause that's like when you get, which I guess people would be like, Dusty, you're an idiot. The Colts game was a trap game. But it's like, was it? Were they, I just I think, think that it, was, I, I think that was totally a trap game. But see, like to me, like a trap game has to have the following. Um, quarterback is really bad or some, the team is just like sluggish and bad. That was a game in which like bad things happened in a weird way. Like the Chris Jones agree, thing, Travis Kelsey dropping a touchdown. Like that that's happens not, in trap games, but though. that's like, to me, that's like a focus of like you fall. I don't know. I just don't. Cause I see, I see a trap game as you're so good and you're looking forward on the schedule. Like the chiefs probably were looking forward at, you know, Tampa, Vegas and Buffalo Mm. and the Colts came out of the season and they just, they were terrible to start the year. I mean, they got thumped by the Jags and then they tied the Texans week one. So yeah, I'd say that's, that's a trap game for sure. Okay. I think that you can say that pretty much any, any time that a really good team loses to a bad team is a trap game though. You know who hates trap game ideas? People that say any given Sunday. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's but, why they play the games. Yeah, and see, like, that's not something that I, like, disagree upon. It's just, like, something that I don't necessarily agree with. I think that that was just, like, a parlay of bad things that happened. I just don't think that you can have a trap game next week after this. Like, the whole po- point of, like, the theory of a trap game is that you're riding on such a high that you discount the opponent. The Chiefs need this win now. I mean, they need every win going for the rest of the season. So, if anything, I think that, you know, I'm not a – I'm not as much of like a moral victory guy as some people are, uh-huh. but I think the yesterday's game is one of those that you look back at the chief seasons when they've had all this success. Yesterday's game is going to be a pivotal moment in their season on who they become and how they find their identity because they definitely seem like a team that's still trying to work it out. Yeah. I just think that I'm like you. I don't think that you can have a moral victory. But I do think that by either, and it kind of goes back to like different types of analogies, however you want to look at it. But 
there's probably been a time in your life where you were either like punished or you were beaten in a sporting event or somebody got something that you didn't get like a promotion or, you know, some sort of, I don't know. And it just made you better or you had a relationship that you thought was the one and it didn't happen. So then you just came out of it even better. Like you came out of it with new goals and you went and hit and the gym. I, you know? Yeah. And it, it made you a better person. Cause Oh, this person didn't like me for this. So I went out and changed this or this guy got promoted at my job. I didn't. When I looked back and asked questions, they said, I didn't do this, this, and this well. Okay. Constructive criticism. Take that, move it forward, and then make yourself better. And I think that's something that this Bills game kind of led me to believe. The other thing is that, and I'll get back on that. The other thing is that the Bills just looked mature. Like the Bills didn't look giddy from the word go. The only thing that the, the Bills were nervous with was Isaiah McKenzie was not ready for that game yesterday. He was not about it. He didn't understand the circumstances. Everyone on that field, except for Isaiah McKenzie, w- was down for that action, Was was knew what the responsibility of that type of game was. That, that was a zero hiccups game, zero mistakes game, and Isaiah McKenzie was not there for it, and Buffalo found that out quickly because in the second half, they were like, six does not touch the ball. And other than that, Josh Allen looked very mature. He didn't look like he was pressing pressing or under pressure at all. I thought that Gabriel Davis looked like Gabriel Davis. Stefan Diggs was maybe the best player on the field. Um, and Josh Allen threw two dimes that if any quarterback can throw two balls like that on the spot, over the shoulder, against the court, like that, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I hate to do it because I've done it a lot of times in my life in competition, but I've won a lot of stuff in my life. But in the times that I've lost, there are times where you have to tip your cap, where somebody's just better than you. Like, even if it's something as simplistic as, like, bags, and there's just a game where this guy threw, like, six straight in the middle hole and you were out of the game in, like, ten minutes, it's just, hey, you know what? You guys were superior. You guys were better. You guys beat us. You were more whatever. Cheers to you. You got me this time. Enjoy it. Doesn't mean you're any more or any less competitive. And I will say that the other thing that it helps is that Andy Reid doesn't lose very often. In fact, that loss yesterday snapped an eight-game win streak at home. So that's, which I don't I don't think that stat can be right. Because didn't they lose to Cincinnati at home? And that was less than eight games ago, right? Did they count preseason? Maybe it's regular season? That might be what it is. Eight, eight straight regular season wins at home. That's the stat that I saw. On the, maybe that, I didn't see the regular season. But that's something where Andy Reid doesn't lose very often. And when he does, he dives into what he thinks, at least I, I'm, I'm led to believe, he dives into what he thinks caused these losses, why they weren't here or there. Part of the reason why you lost yesterday is because Buffalo did something in the offseason that we've all talked about today. I've heard it through multiple platforms, is that Buffalo was like, you know what, the only way we can beat Patrick Mahomes is we just have to have somebody that can sack Patrick Mahomes. And... They went out and got Von Miller. Von Miller did everything he could yesterday to piss Chiefs fans off or make you happy. I think Von Miller is just a dude. The Derek Thomas t-shirt was amazing. Yeah. That's just cool. I like Von. And we knew that story. That's why he wore 58 uh, at Denver because he could, you know, that was his guy. Um, So maybe he's like a closet Chiefs fan. But the thing that's, I think, the most impressive about Andy Reid losing is – he can now take that, kind of 
dial in on what it was, figure out what they can do to move forward. And then also like the next time you play Buffalo, you're that more advanced. You have that much more of a, a reason to beat them. Now, maybe Buffalo's to the point now where they just take that game plan and like, all right, we're going to get rid of this. We're not going to do that in this next game. But again, think about the other thing, the three things that, that, get, that get you thinking. Buffalo is ready for it. Andy Reid's going to get, you know, dialed in and figure out what the wrong things were and, and make those right. You didn't have your full team. I'll let you wear that with this one. I'll let Buffalo wear it too. But you had a seventh-round rookie corner and a sixth-round rookie corner playing against Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, going up against Josh Allen, and they gave up 24 points. I'll take that because guess what? You can learn the easy way or you can learn the fast way. And when you go out and play against guys like Stephon Diggs, it's only going to get easier. Because now you know what one of the most elite best receivers is going to do, and now you can figure out what you've got to do in the league to stay up with par with everybody else. So you got your hands dirty early. You didn't have your full team. Andy Reid can learn from a loss. And Buffalo's just – Buffalo's now here. They've arrived. I agree. I think, you know, some major takeaways that I take from watching yesterday's game, Buffalo had the same kind of attitude in yesterday's game as Kansas City did back in 2019. You know, of a, hey, these guys keep getting in the way. We're not celebrating regular season wins anymore. Like, you know, this is, we have bigger aspirations in mind. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see these teams hopefully play again at some point. But like you said, you know, the Chiefs are not only without, not only short at corner, but without Willie Gay. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of time now to be able to look at what Buffalo did to them and look at how they can scheme up a better game plan or scheme guys open or whatever it is. And you know, too, I mean, like this is so early in the year. This doesn't really have any, I guess what I'm trying to say is what you're the team that you're looking at right now. It's not what this team is going to be like in January and February. And it never is. I mean, last year they got thumped by the bills and then we all know what happened in the playoffs. So that's my big thing is just, you know, that Andy Reed is going to hit the books and study on this one, and the team's going to get better for it. It's Nick Price, Dusty Leggins, 913-586-7610. Not my show, not Nick's show. It's ours. It's yours. Not ours. It's yours. Um, yeah. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I think the official NFL season um, has officially started. I think now we can kind of put into focus what is uh, what is the rest of the season. I think Buffalo's in the driver's seat in the AFC. Chiefs just got to lock in the two seeds so you get that, you know, that home game. And then if there's a chance Buffalo uh, chokes, you get to take it all the way through Arrowhead once again like you've done in the past and learn from your losses. Trust in your coach. Know your quarterback's the most talented quarterback in the league. Josh Allen doesn't like hearing that. That's why he continues to mature and get better. Gino and OP, you got us before we go to break. Go ahead. Okay, well, I I guess I'm surprised that I feel as good about this. First of all, I I don't have a a rhyme or a poem. (laughs) Um, Other than roses are red, violets are blue, we're going to crush the bills in the postseason. Two. So that's the best I can do. That's good. I know that Big T called it. I'm, I'm surprised that I don't feel any worse about the loss. You know, I I remember going into Sunday, I thought, man, we really, really need to win this game. But what I took from it was I was, A, 
surprised that, that our defense held them to as few points as they did, and especially because of the cornerbacks that we had playing in the game. Uh, now, I know they did move the ball and didn't score a couple times when they might have, but if we get our full complement of players back, uh, I, I think that bodes well. Uh, I'm really counting on McDuffie to play well. In the limited amount of time he's played, the pro football focus guys said that he looked fantastic. And I'm imagining that he's going to play at a very high level when he gets back. So I think we need him, and I expect him to play well. If we get healthy, I think we have the defense that can get us deep, deep into the playoffs, and I think we have every reason to believe that we might win the Super Bowl. What do you think? Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. I think that uh, I think one of the things that you have to look at is kind of like what Nick said. I don't think this is the team that you'll see, obviously with injuries that could that could happen throughout the season, but also it's week six. You know, not a whole lot's gonna is gonna tell you beforehand of week six what's gonna happen is you know now you're past the you know almost to the halfway point. You're past the midseason. You're past the quarter. You're you you play the good teams. You you've done this. Now you got to make sure you you're able to get ready for the rest of the season. Now you got to take care of business. And we come back. We'll look at the schedule. We'll talk about that, and we will answer a few of those questions on the other side. Plus text line nine one three five eight six. Seven six ten. A look at the Chiefs' schedule and a look at what is the next week opponent, which is San Francisco 49ers. Don't sleep on them. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in Red Reaction Show, Dusty like it's Nick Price, not our show, it's yours. 913-586-7610. What do you all feel is the reasoning behind the inability to get the finishing drive to end games? The last drive with seven minutes left is still bugging me from the 913. From the 913, Dan and KCK. Hi, Dusty Nick. Got cut off. Chiefs played well. Juju. Good. Game surprised. McKinnon didn't get touches on the run game. I'm a little ticked off with the call on Juju and Kelsey. Bills have Packers, Jets, and Vikings. Take Jimmy G down. Take care, Dusty. Take care, Nick. Take care, Dan. Should we go all out for OBJ? Also, why not take a flyer on Greg Hardy? Again, my question for that is this offense seems fine. They're the number one offense in the league. They've scored 30 points a game or they've, yeah, they're scoring 30 points a game. They got beat 20 to 24 with two late round rookies in the game at corner. And you didn't really get blown out. You didn't really, you know, also if you go get Odell Beckham jr, how do you fit that into the, to the offense? Like, I know it's, you're like, well, it's Odell Beckham Jr. Just put him in the offense. Let him do his thing. 
He's got to get familiar. He's got to figure the system out. He's got to get into this, you know, midseason shape. Like, are you willing to go through all of that? The other thing is, is like, if he doesn't play, then so we, we're going to have MVS here for two years and, you know, we're going to stunt Sky Moore. Yeah. We're never going to figure out if McCole Hardman can actually do it. I think McCole Hardman is McCole Hardman. I think so. He had a touchdown in yesterday's game. He had a decent game before that. He played well against Tampa. He played decent against the Raiders. And I think that he is what he is. And I think what's what's best about that is that if you want to continue to have that type of guy on your team, you control the negotiations with McCall Hardman. Right. You know, you can say, hey, we'll give you three years and we'll give you 20 mil or whatever. They, we'll give you three years, $30 million, and that's what we're going to give you. And if he's like, no. Nope. It's like, okay, well, all right. Well, good luck getting that somewhere else. Yeah. And maybe he does. I think at this point in the season, it's especially after what I saw yesterday, it's kind of crazy to think the chiefs need to go get OBJ or something like that. That's just a personal thing is I agree with Gino, uh, the caller from right before the break yesterday, the chiefs lost that game. And I just kind of shrugged my shoulders, you know, just, eh, yeah, it was a good game, but it was a close game. And, with all the deficiencies on defense and everything like that, like it was a close game. It's not like you, it's not like the Bills came in here and, you know, beat the bricks out of the Chiefs or anything. Like it was a tight game and you easily could have won that game. So I, I don't think they're that far off. I think they just got to continue to develop who they are and find their identity as a team. You know, like I know Carrington and Nate on the show, on the Nate Taylor show right before us. Mm. They were talking about, you know, just finding that balance with the run game because in each one of their wins, they had rushed for over 125 yards or more or something like that. And so it's just about figuring out what is our objective week week in and week out where if we do this, the Chiefs win. I was just looking at this Chiefs schedule because we're going to go over this here in a little bit. Do you think there's a chance that Chiefs get flexed out of that Sunday night game against the Broncos on December 11th. Do you think people have had enough with the Broncos by then where they're like, ah, just put this game on at noon. No one needs to see that. Probably. What week is that? I don't know. Week December 11th. 16, so. week 17? No, 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 no. It's like week 14. Oh, week 14? Yeah. December 11th. Because look at their schedule. Obviously, we'll get into San Francisco here in a little bit. You can Google their schedule, but obviously there's not a ton of games that we have to worry But, like, so you play San Francisco this week, and then you have a bye. Then you play Sunday night football against the Titans. Then you get home. So you're home against Tennessee, home against Jacksonville. At L.A., at L.A., or I'm sorry, at L.A., then, then the Rams here. Then at Cincinnati, at Denver, at Houston. Here against Seattle, here against Denver, at Vegas. Are there two losses in that schedule? Sorry, I was looking at week 14. I think they're definitely going to get flexed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some good games. Browns, Bengals could be good. Eagles, Giants could be good. Yeah. Dolphins, Chargers. All right. Anyway, back on anyways, back yeah. On anyways. Sorry, sorry. Get out of here. Anyways, so out of the rest of their games and their schedule, is there two losses? You're probably not losing to the Broncos this year. So there's two, there's, there's two games that you're, you're probably not losing. Right. 
at Vegas last game of the year. Let's see where Vegas is in the season. Let's see where the chiefs are in the season where that's not a, you know, sit your starters type of game. Um, Seahawks, Texans. That's not a loss. You should win both of those at Cincinnati. Questionable. That's tough, but you know, the Bengals don't seem to be the same Bengals. Okay. So let's say that's a loss. You're not losing to the Rams at home. You're not. Lo- you, the Rams look bad. You might lose to LA and, and, and on November 20th, maybe at LA, you're not losing the Jaguars. You're not losing to the Titans. I don't think you lose next week. So if there's two losses on the schedule, the chiefs are what going 13 and four. Yeah. I think the Niners game is tougher than people are going to give it credit for. I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be one of those games that aren't going to be pretty. Yeah, it's going to be now, an ugly again, game. Here I am, could be completely wrong, and Mahomes just come out there, two middle fingers blazing and pissed, and just completely knock them out of the of the next world. Usually how it happens. Right. And, but again, like if, there's, if the Chiefs are only losing two more games, that means you should take care of business, and the only games you're losing is Cincinnati and maybe that game, and maybe at L.A., LA's struggling to play against Denver right now. Again, it's a conference game, so I always put that into account. But I mean, yeah, you've lost twice. You're probably only going to lose at this point two more times. So I think the focus moving forward is just get to 13 wins. Don't worry about Buffalo. If Buffalo gets to 14 wins and only loses, you know, I don't know, twice all year, then they do deserve to be the home field team. They do deserve to be the number one seed. You're still going to get to play a home playoff game in round two or in round one. You're not going to have to go to Buffalo until round three. So you'd get a wild card matchup, a divisional round matchup, and then it's showtime. My thing is, is the rest of the season, just get to 13 wins. Don't allow your team to lose more than four games. Take care of business with the Raiders. Take care of business with the Broncos. If you have to give up a loss, hopefully it's only to the Chargers and maybe to Cincinnati, but Cincinnati looks different. Cincinnati looks lost. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying that Buffalo is going to run the table. All I'm telling you is that with that loss yesterday and the future of the schedules for both teams, just be expected to go play in Buffalo in January for the AFC championship game. I'm looking at the Bills schedule right now, for those of you out there wondering, they got the Packers this week. Packers don't look very good. They got the Packers, and then they've got the Vikings two games from now. That could be a tough game. And they got the Dolphins again. They got the Jets. I feel like those, and then they got to go play at Cincinnati January 2nd. So it's not like they're playing the best teams in the NFL, but they're definitely playing some teams that are going to have a lot to play for Mm. and that do have some talent. So, I mean, who's to say, man, like they could end up slipping up and all you can do if you're the chiefs right now is just keep focusing on each and every week, putting one more in that win category. You got to put yourself in the best spot because we've seen some crazy things happen where the Patriots were the one seed and then they get bounced in the first round or we see the, the whole time where, all season long, it seemed like the Patriots were going to be the one seed, and then all of a sudden it flipped week 17. So you never know. We wrap this thing up and get to your text on the 913-586-7610 J. Southland Toast Service text line. 
And we'll get you set up for the rest of the week here on 610 Sports Radio. And Chiefs Niners is Sunday, 325. Nick Price, Dusty Likens, Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens. Brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs. Serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Final segment, just a few minutes left here on the Red Reaction Show. Thanks for listening all day to 610 Sports Radio. Starting with the guys from Fesco in the Morning to Cody and Gold. To the Drive, to the Chiefs Kingdom Show with Mitch Holtis. The Nate Taylor Show with, obviously, Nate Taylor. And then Red Reaction rounds you out on a Monday. So um, always, always a joy coming out on Mondays. This was a better Monday. Again, like I said, we led the show with I'm proud of the fan base. I'm proud of you guys out there to, you know, really just accept this loss. I know it's never easy to accept an L, but, you know, that was one in which I'm, I'm happy that, that the crowd did. Well, yeah. usually after a loss, we get a lot more calls, right? Mm-hmm. Just because... People are pissed off about something. Right. It seems like the general vibe around Kansas City is not too upset. You know, it's really not the end of the world. Nope. Respectful loss, I think, is what that can be called. If you win, I think the city's, you know, probably a little bit more lit. Uh, Definitely more lit. You know, I think it's a little bit more um, up in the air. From the 913, Buffalo will have a clunker. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. They almost lost to Baltimore, and they lost to Miami. So, technically, they could have two losses on their schedule as well. Um, Dusty, Neil from Lone Jack. Don't count out this number one seed yet. Way too early. I didn't. I'm not counting it out. No, but you got to do your job and just keep winning. Yeah, you just got to get to thir- do. Gotta get to 13 wins. You got you to make it that way because that's all that that game mattered. If you beat Buffalo, Buffalo's message this week is get to 13 wins. Chiefs' message is just don't screw up. You know, the luxury suite. From the 913, historically, the Chiefs own the Niners. Okay. I haven't done enough research yet to to know the, the facts about that, but I do know in the Super Bowl they were down 20 to 10, and we know how that ended. Sorry. That, that was, a, was a fun time to be alive during that year. Um, someone thinks the Chiefs are going 11 and 6. That's, that's kind of disrespectful. I don't I don't see with the rest of the schedule that we just looked at, I don't see how you're only winning seven more games. What I'm looking at here is that the Chiefs and Niners have met fourteen times and it is seven to seven. So there is no owning the Niners in the past. You know, I don't know what this website is, but Google. Well, it's Google for sure. Um Dusty the O line plays better next time we have better secondary. Play Willie Gay is back. And Andy maybe runs the ball more, especially against a light box, and we will win next time. Neil from Lone Jack. Have a great night, boys. You as well, Neil. From the 816, uh, this is a Nick Price uh, fan base. Rams give me trap game vibes because since he is the following game, similar to Colts before the Bucks. Could be. I don't know. I mean, I think that the – the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, you know, they, they're they like that Jordan meme, and I took that personally. They mm-hmm. take things personally. Yeah. They wanted to whoop the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. They're going to want to beat the Bills or 
the Bengals, but they're also going to want to beat the Bills later this year. They're going to do whatever it takes to get there. You know that. That's Nick Price. Again, happy anniversary to Corey and Mike. Shout out. Greatest parents. Love you guys. Kansas City, have a good night. We'll talk to you next Monday. Relax. Enjoy the week. Get ready for the Niners. They were beat up this week. They had a lot of guys out on their secondary or in their, on their defense. One of the Bosa brothers wasn't playing. So keep an eye on that injury report all week. I'm Dusty Likens. I talk for Nick Price sometimes. I thank him. I thank you. And I tell you, we always do. Go do something nice for somebody. This world sure could use it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.